Hi everyone, welcome back to the Woman on the Box podcast as Teresa. It's actually been a while I recorded anything on my podcast and that is very disappointing. I have to apologize for this. Um, I think this is due to the fact that um, for the last two months I've been moving around. I'm currently in the UK, so as you can see, I don't have a permanent place that I'm staying. So as my friend will say, um, it's no longer a vacation, it's a holiday. Um, it's stretched into something else. Um, but I'm here, I'm happy, it's not noisy today because I'm with family, so there's a lot of people, um, basically um, it's really crowded. So what I'm going to do today is because I've got uh, I've got my blog with Substack, I want to be reading off what I write on Substack on here so that um, it's cohesive, you know, so that it streamlines. So I'm going to start with last week's post. Um, what I normally do is I would have a topic and then it will have probably a subtopic and then I just write it like I'm writing a letter. I usually refer to um, my subscribers as sweet friends. Um, so I guess because we're on the podcast and because obviously I'm still Teresa and he's still called the woman on the box. And so I guess it's not split. It's going to be, like I said, cohesive. So I'm going to just pull it out and read as a podcast. So And read properly. Um, so after I read, if I want to comment, I'll probably do that. So I think that's what I'm going to do 2021 because I have been consistent with my blog post and I haven't done that here. So I guess instead of just writing or discussing two different things every week, I could, um, like I said, bring them together. So here we go. Sweet friend, I speak about my celibacy journey very candidly with you and everyone that is really interested to listen. Perhaps the reason I do it is because it is something I'm very proud of. Generally, most people openly talk about sex, who they're doing, how they're doing it, and how many people they've done it with or want to do it with. And since they feel comfortable about sharing, then why shouldn't I? Sex isn't a new invention. Maybe to others I look sexy, but I've never associated that word to my personality. Honestly, don't have a good relationship with sex. Being sexually abused at a very young age, I never quite had any interest in it, and I experience a kind of joy if sex is taken off the table. But wait, don't get me wrong, it's not that I don't ever want to experience it again. I just detest feeling that suffocating guilt which envelops me afterwards. The hyper on sex is galling sometimes. Sex this, sex that. I mean, isn't it a temporary event? One that is attached to so many risks? So why is it overrated? To answer my own question, I believe the idea of sex is what fascinates people. When people engage in the fantasy of having sex with someone, uh, note that there's a sinful they tend to have a high expectation from the activity whenever it occurs, sex and dating. In 2019, I decided sex before marriage was no longer for me. I hated giving my body away to men that obviously I'm not married to. I hated what it did to me. How I was presenting it like a service. I also hated the fact that I was only engaging in it because the other party wanted to. Typically, when you start dating someone new, at some point, you want to experience them sexually. Sometimes people only date because of sex. It's extremely strange to some people if you inform them 
on your belief about sex before marriage, especially when you're older. But premarital sex is a sin whether you're 80 or 18, and it is non-negotiable. And I say non-negotiable because some people will say, well, he's my boyfriend or my fiancé, but it's not a justifiable reason. Dating is hard when you decide to be celibate. There are so many temptations. And some women have this belief that if they don't have sex with their man, they might lose him or that the, or that the relationship isn't real. And this is when I have to remind you that you are more intelligent than that. If you like, perform acrobats in a bedroom during sex. There is no man that stays with a woman because she delivers mind-blowing sex. They don't commit to sex. They commit to you. Yes, you, the entire package. Sexless relationships. I've been in a sexless relationship and it was real. And I share this with you so that you don't put yourself in situations that are not pleasing to you. Don't be dramatic about your life. Stop performing a role like it's a scripted movie and live intentionally. If you want to wait, then do that. No, you are not doomed. If he doesn't want to be with you because sexually you're offering nothing, please direct this fellow to the door and move on. You must be careful if the guy you're with has a high sex drive. Just think about his past. Sweet friend, sex is deep. It's how spirits connect. Have you ever heard of soul ties? Well, how do you think it happens? Sex is the connector. If you have a sex problem, perhaps you are a nymphomaniac or have satirizes, then find ways to address the issue. Stop presenting your precious body to people for something so fleeting. Aside from the pleasure you experience, you may walk away with a baby that you didn't even plan for, or a disease that may threaten your life. Okay, let's say you're safe. Condoms don't serve as a defense for the transference of spirits. Or today, to conclude, sweet friend, when you live in a country like Nigeria, you can't be bed hopping or just allowing yourself to be sexually available for every or even any man you date. The only person that know your intention is you. Perhaps I'm too spiritual, but it will keep me safe. Let me share a quick story. So, there was a woman who was tired of her husband's infidelity. So she confronted him about it and threatened to leave him if it didn't stop. What her husband informed her was really interesting. He said to her that the reason they were wealthy was because of the women he was sleeping with. Basically, he said, friend, he has done some kind of juju. Anyways, I bet it sounds like fiction to you. But this story is true, almost from the hussy's mouth. So before you get too excited to display the magic you think you can perform in the bedroom, be careful. And if that's a deal breaker for him or her, you mustn't succumb. Sweet friend, I think it's time you honor yourself. Excel, T-Bot. So thank you for listening. Um, that's how I normally write on Substack. Um, you can subscribe by searching for the woman on the box um on substack obviously so you can also subscribe by going to my instagram and my instagram handle is tbod and it's spelled t e underscore b o d that's t for tango e for echo underscore b for bravo o for oscar and d for delta um just go on there click on the link and then you can subscribe 
I'm usually very consistent with my posts. The other older um older posts here that you can read and um, I find my own post delicious and I'm sure you'll find it delicious as well. Okay, so what we can do is we can just discuss it. Um, basically, the topic of this post is the sex sell the relationship and it's got a subtopic which says, so what happens to those that are celibate? I guess we are doomed. Um, so obviously, sex doesn't sell any relationship. Um, you've been in uh, let me use myself as an example I've been in a few relationships and yes I was actually available to those men and I'm still here still single unmarried um so it doesn't sell anything um what sex did for me personally was just create some kind of confusion um it also sort of had a stronghold um on me in the sense that I didn't know if I was attached to the person or I was attached to what the person was giving to me. Um, also, it's usually different when you're called because I personally think that I'm called. Okay, so it just won't work out for you for some reason because it's like you, you've given your life to Christ and you're like, God, take control. I don't know. I think it's for me personally. I'm just trying to be candid here. Um, everyone obviously has their own different experience and opinions, but this is my own personal opinion and this is what I've written and this is how I view it. Um, so what I'm trying to say is that don't put yourself in a situation uh, that makes you uncomfortable, basically. If you feel like you want to abstain from sex and this person is pressuring you, um, then don't. So I'll tell you something I used to do. Just because uh, I wasn't broached properly into sex, what I used to do in early on when I was dating was I used to tell guys that I waited for 90 days before giving up the cookie. And I was quoting Steve Harvey's book, um, um, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. That's what it was called. And I let, read this book early on in my dating life. I quoted everything in this book and I used it. It was very effective, I have to confess, because... Um, it weeded out those that were sincere. I even, the longest relationship I was in, I've spoken honestly about this, was that's how we started. And I remember that my ex telling me that, oh, you want to wait for three months? Let's see if you can do longer. Like it was challenging us. I know that's weird for a guy to say, but he did. Um, everyone has different relationship with sex. And we did wait for over 90 days or about 90 days plus days and it wasn't about sex we had already built a relationship a friendship we had also forgotten about the fact that yes we were going to be sexually intimate because we were so into each other on different levels um it did give us clarity uh especially me um I wasn't prioritizing, you know, just having sex. I wasn't fantasizing about it. I was fantasizing, which is also wrong, about the person, you know, because the person was good and patient with me and I was equally being patient with myself. Um, so no, you know, to answer this question, sex never seals any relationship. I don't know that there's one factor, you know, that actually seals a relationship. Um, relationship aspects in our life is just difficult to figure out or maybe it's just me um, I think because another person is coming in and you're not getting paid for it it's a different relationship like a work relationship where you know that you're earning some money for your troubles or for your hard work or for your time um, with with 
um, falling in love and also build on friendship. You don't earn a dime. What you earn is um, intangible and that's what we should focus on. Um, and we should stop acting like, you know, sex is such a new invention. Um, I know a lot of people have sex issues, um, such as a nymphomaniac, you know, people have satirizes and some people don't know it. And the thing about, and I'm going to use a spiritual um, perspective to dissect this, is that sex is very spiritual. It is very spiritual. The feeling you get um, just climaxing, it is something spiritual because you can't really explain it. And what it does to you afterwards how it sort of envelops your entire day and how it controls people also um, tells you that you have to be very careful with how you interact with sex. I'm not one to judge because I've been there. Of course, I've been in a relationship where I gave myself in ways I didn't want to, or maybe I did. But I, I also, if I'm being personal, I also did it for so many reasons. I did it for attention, I did it for, I did it because I was bored, I did it because of control, I did it for so many bad reasons, and I'll tell you why they were all bad, because there was not one time that I ever enjoyed myself, and this is just honest, dude, I hated having sex with anyone, I didn't care that I was a participant, I only cared of what I thought I could use it for how it empowered me. So you can see how almost devilish that is. And a lot of people do that as well. And I came to my senses after a bad interaction. And I just told myself, actually, I don't like being here. And I don't want everyone to just like, obviously follow me in my own footsteps. I'm like, yes, Teresa's not having sex, so I'm not going to do it. No. You actually have to get to a point where you think that mm, it's not serving me anymore. And imagine if you're in a relationship with someone and you're having sex with them for 20 years and all of a sudden you're like, babe, you've not proposed to me, uh, I'm done. It's going to be difficult. You can't just go cold like that. I literally broke up with the person I was with because I sort of knew that that person wasn't for me. And I would just, I just had clarity. I think that's the word. You have to come to a point where you have clarity and just realize that actually I'm doing a disservice to myself and, and that was what was going on. I, I just became honest with myself and I also wanted to tell myself that I could feel the pain. I've somehow personalized this topic because that's what it's about. It's just about, you know, obviously my personal experience in life, in dating and being a celebrity. Um, so let's just be careful and understand and realize that sex isn't for everyone. Um, dating and sex is very complicated. Um, in those days, women were virgins and their men married them as virgins. And it's interesting that in this day, a man would be like, well, I have to test run it. You know, I must go take it for a test drive before I buy it. And some of them will take you for a test drive and they would never purchase it. The thing is that we're not even goods to be bought. 
So I don't know why they think they need to be test running us or, you know, I, I, I just don't understand it. I think when you come to a place of understanding your value, you would realize that there is no fear in standing on your own principles. There is no fear in stating that I don't like this, I don't like that. I remember, and this is me just, you know, diverting a bit. I remember meeting someone and we were just talking and they had told me how they went clubbing and everything. Perhaps the way I delivered it was quite unfair and judgmental, but I'm still learning. I remember when they said they went clubbing and I just said to them, I'm not about that life. But I said it in a glorious way, in a in just more of like being happy that I'm not moved by clubbing and clubs and what goes on there. But I was talking about myself and which is very selfish because I forgot about that person that they had just stated that they went clubbing and came back very early in the morning. And the person said, what does that even mean? basically calling me out like you're not about their life are you judging me and I was like actually no this is just for me like walking out of that life and being who I am has taken four years or or less than four years and I'm just happy that you know those things don't even move me because they weren't even things that I like to do what I'm trying to say is that you don't basically have to do things that you don't want to do if you don't want to drink, why are you drinking? Are you trying to look cool? There's no such thing as looking cool. Every single person is cool. Look at you. If you don't want to have sex, don't have sex. If he wants to have sex, then tell him what you feel. And just if he doesn't agree with it, then tell him goodbye. You're not for me because the only person that you need in your life is your husband. You don't need to sleep with 50 men before you find your husband. If you need to go through that, then you've done it the wrong way. Sweet friend. Trust me, honor yourself. It is very important to honor yourself. It's 2022, it's a new year. You can still decide on what you want to do. You can, you can start the new year even in, 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 um, in June. If you're having such a hard time, if you're depressed, feeling anxiety, you can start the new year middle of the year. You can actually just take a break and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to do anything creative. I'm just going to read. I'm just going to um, find myself and decide who I want to be. Take as long as you want, but come back and be true to yourself. And that's all I have to say on this episode. And I'm so glad I'm back and I am happy that um, I can merge both my blog and my podcast together so that when you know people that on my blog can listen on the podcast they can see where I'm coming from it's sort of like expanded or elucidated further um this is what I love to do um just sharing my own experience I like to be honest about my journey um which is imperfect but I'm glad you're with me sweet friend and to close I hope you enjoy your day, morning, evening, night. And for those of you feeling restless um, at this point, I want to give you a word of faith and just say, hang in there, hold on. 
be strong. Do you remember that time where you wanted something so badly and you got it and you were just feeling as anxious? Yes, it's happening again. That anxiety is the devil trying to steal your peace. Don't forget that the devil came to steal, to kill and to destroy. He's trying to steal your peace now. He's trying to take control over your mind and don't give him that power. Remember Luke chapter 10 where Jesus says that you have authority over Satan and nothing shall by any means harm you. He gives you authority. So use your authority. Snap out of that mood. Get up if you can. Roll out of bed. Turn on something really good. Turn on a good song, a good sermon and listen and just jump. Okay, so I'll quote Tony. So I can't quote him, but I'll say what I'll try and paraphrase what Tony Robbins says. He said that the change is in your state. So what you need to do is change your state, your state of mind, your your physical state. Jump, dance, move, do what you need to do. Skip, walk out, listen to that music, get in your car or take that run and go to the gym, listen to music, get yourself back. We're all doing it. Trust me, every single one of us is having challenges in life and we're all doing it. So keep the faith. If you want to talk to me directly, send me an email. It's tbot at hotmail.co.uk and that's t-e-b-o-d at hotmail.co.uk. I love you for listening. Have a brilliant day. Take care. Bye.